Joy to the world, the Lord is come. Welcome to our Christmas Day worship service from North Coast United Methodist Church. It is a blessing to be allowed to celebrate this day with you and your family. Let's join together in prayer. Precious God, thank you for the birth of your Son and the bringing of the lights of hope, love, joy, and peace into the embodiment of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Be with us today, God, as we celebrate you. Amen. Tremble before him, all the earth. Say among the nations, 
The Lord is king. Let the heavens be glad and let the earth rejoice. He will judge the world with his righteousness and the people with his truth. Happy Christmas Day, everybody. We're already here for our moment of children's time. Let's have the kids come forward. Today, we already have our candles lit. The candles of hope, love, joy, and peace. And the candle of the Christ candle celebrating what we have waited for for so long. So friends, I don't know about you, but... One of the moments of the most anticipation that I remember having as a child was that Christmas Eve going to bed and not being able to sleep because I was wondering what Santa Claus would have under the tree the next day. I remember miserably, miserably tossing and turning and I didn't have image of sugar plum fairies dancing in my head. I had images of fear that I would not fall asleep in time before Santa Claus passed over my house and wasn't able to stop because I wasn't asleep. I remember all of that anxiety. But then I also remember finally realizing that I woke up and finally seeing that the sun was out outside, and finally realizing that it was time to go and open the presents. Today, as we celebrate all of these candles being lit, we're actually celebrating a journey that others have gone on as they've waited in anticipation for the Messiah to come. We celebrate a journey of anticipation that others went through almost like mine. Tossing and turning and worrying, not so much about what presents that they would receive, but in longing for the one who would come to take care of them. We are celebrating a journey of anticipation that came to a reality on Christmas Day. On Christmas Day in the morning, as a soft, small cry comes crying out from a manger, the one born meek and mild who came to be the one to show growth, 
to show the necessity of being with other people. The one who came to grow and to become the one that everyone needed. As we continue this journey of anticipation, for so many, that journey of anticipation continued because nobody was expecting a baby. Some people were expecting a great warrior. Somebody was expecting a great king. Some people were thinking of someone who would come with great power and might and just turn everything upside down and give them what they wanted immediately. But what they got was somebody who came and turns everything upside down. Someone who came to be a new image of hope, love, joy, and peace embodied together as Emmanuel, God with us. Today is the day of the birth of the one meek and mild who became the great king who have set us free and has given us the hope, love, joy, and peace we may not have been looking for, but it's the hope, love, joy, and peace that we've all needed. Today is Christmas Day. So today, dear friends, as we conclude our children's message, as we conclude our Advent journey together, I want you to sing a song with me. I have been singing most of these sermons, so we might as well sing one more time. It's Jesus' birthday. So join in with me with, Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Jesus. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, Jesus. Thank you for being at the end of our long journey of anticipation. And thank you for giving us the hope, love, joy, and peace that we could have never imagined. In your name we pray. Amen. Loving God, Holy Spirit, we glorify your name. We eagerly await the coming of your child and all that brings with his presence. Amen. Please join me in the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, 
hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. day, but each and every day, we yearn to touch your salvation, not just in the birth of a child, but in the birth of hope and grace in our lives. We yearn to see and be your justice, not just in your words, but in our actions. We yearn to be who you created and see us to be. We yearn, we long, we wish, especially this holy day. May your love and grace answer the deep hopes of our lives. Amen. Therefore, the Lord himself shall give you a sign. Behold, a virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and shall call his name Emmanuel. Today's reading is from Luke 
chapter 2, verse 11. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Happy Christmas Day, everybody, as we celebrate the birthday of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. I want to make this presentation a little bit more kid-friendly. I want this to have a little bit more of a kid focus. So I want to share with you some of the things that I've looked forward to in Christmas traditions and how those Christmas traditions have shown me a reality of what Jesus Christ does for us. So I'm going to walk a, a, a tightrope here. I want to do something that's very kid-friendly, but also is still a message that will motivate the adults of celebrating this day, the birth of Jesus Christ. I want to share with you two of my favorite holiday cartoons that I watched growing up. And I, I look forward to these every year. And when I grew up, gang, I didn't have Netflix or Amazon Prime. I, I didn't even have DVDs. And there were VHS tapes, but they were expensive. And if I got lucky, I could record the, the show one year and then watch it when I wanted to the next. But most of the time for me, when I was a kid, I had to be at home at 8 o'clock to watch these shows or I just missed out for that year. Two of the shows that I just thoroughly enjoyed, and we're going to talk about some of the main characters of these shows as we celebrate the birthday of Jesus and what the birthday of Jesus helps us to do. The first character that I look forward to, I'm a big Geisel fan, I'm a big Dr. Seuss guy, and I always look forward every year to how the Grinch Stole Christmas came out. Now, for me, as a kid, it was before the Jim Carrey movie. And I, I'll share with you, I like I like the Jim Carrey, how this Grinch stole Christmas movie. But mine was the cartoon and Boris Karloff doing the voice of the Grinch and sharing this story of the Grinch. And I just really just loved watching this movie. Because you get to see through how the Grinch stole Christmas this evolution of a character who starts out as the mean, hateful curmudgeon who wants to ruin Christmas for everybody, becoming this person that the true meaning of Christmas begins to touch his heart, transforms his heart, and helps his heart grow three sizes bigger on that day let's talk about it let's let's grow through this and i'm going to show you a video clip too but let's grow through this conversation when we first meet the grinch he is so kind of angry and embittered about things that he wants to go out and ruin christmas for everybody he and his trusty dog they go out and they sneak into people's houses and he steals their lights and he steals their presence and he steals the their roast beast and they do everything they steal and they take and they move it all the way and even with talking to Cindy Lou Who this sweet little girl he's still able to take the last ornament and the last tree and to run off and and to try to hide it 
His heart was so embittered that it was two sizes too small. And we get to see the Grinch kind of kind of lash out because of how angry and embittered that he is. But then he gets a moment of reality. On Christmas Day, the Grinch decides that he's going to wake up and hear everybody crying. But, well, I'll just let the video clip show you. This is what the Grinch discovers. sounded glad. Every who down in Whoville, the tall and the small, was singing without any presence at all. He hadn't stopped Christmas from coming. It came. Somehow or other, it came just the same. And the Grinch, with his Grinch feet, ice cold in the snow, stood puzzling and puzzling. How could it be so? It came without ribbons. It came without tags. It came without packages, boxes or bags. He puzzled and puzzled till his puzzle was sore. Then the Grinch thought of something he hadn't before. Maybe Christmas, he thought, doesn't come from a store. Maybe Christmas, perhaps, means a little bit more. Christmas came through, and the Grinch found the strength of ten Grinches, plus two. And now that his heart didn't feel quite so tight, he whizzed with his load through the bright morning light. With a smile in his soul, he descended Mount Crumpet, cheerily blowing hoo-hoo on his trumpet. 
loaded a Whoville. He brought back their toys. He brought back their floof to the Who girls and boys. He brought back their snoof and their tringlers and fuzzles. Brought back their pantukas, their dafflers and wuzzles. He brought everything back, all the food for the feast. And he, he himself, the Grinch, carved the roast beast. The Grinch discovers a town that's not heartbroken. The Grinch discovers a town that's not sad. The Grinch discovers a town that's standing around a pole, holding hands together and singing songs because Christmas is not about the gifts and it's not about the presents. And when the Grinch realizes that it's about a time of being together and a time that we can be together because of the one who was born to create unity. The Grinch's heart grows as two sizes bigger and he takes all the presents back and he participates with the Who's and Whoville. The joy that comes with being together and celebrating love. I love that. Because the Grinch, I'll share with you, the Grinch starts out in this story as the bad guy, but what I love about this story is he doesn't stay the bad guy. The Grinch finds the true meaning of Christmas. He gets to find his place in a loving community. He gets to find his place that he's not neglected, that he's not pushed aside. He gets to find a place that even when he was the bad guy of the story, the Grinch gets to come and still find his place accepted into that community. You know, sometimes we have friends that are worried about differences in their lives that they don't think that they fit in. Sometimes we have friends who have differences in their identity that they are a little bit uh, shy about it. And sometimes we realize it's the differences that make us so special for who we are. That's where the second Christmas story comes in that I look forward to every year. It's the Franken-Bass Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer cartoon. See, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer had this thing that set Rudolph apart from everyone else. Rudolph was made different. Rudolph was pushed aside. He was not allowed to play in their reindeer games because that he was different. But we find out through the telling of this story that the story is not full and not rich without Rudolph being included. It was that dark and foggy Christmas Eve that Santa came to say, Rudolph, with your nose so bright, won't you guide my sleigh tonight? Let's watch that video. Dasher, Dancer, Prancer, Vixen, Comet, Cupid, Donner, and Redson. Hold on now, don't you recall the greatest reindeer of them all? Who? Well, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer had a very shiny 
so bright, you can guide my sleigh tonight. Oh, and how the reindeer rock it, play with all the rock with me. Rudolph's difference is what makes him important. We celebrate in our faith in the United Methodist Church an open table. And that open table means there's a spot for one and all to come and to be together in the grace of Jesus Christ. No matter our differences, no matter what part of our identities that we feel sets us apart from everyone else, it's those identities that make it even more crucial to find our place at the table. With Rudolph's nose being a point that they wouldn't let him play in their reindeer games, Rudolph becomes the hero of the story because it's the thing that makes him different. That makes him the hero of the story. Then we move into what is absolutely my most favorite Christmas TV special. It's the Charlie Brown Christmas special. Now we look at this, this story of Charlie Brown and, and all the Peanuts gang as they go through and prepare for Christmas. And, you know, all everybody wants a big special tree uh, Charlie Brown finds the Charlie Brown tree. And Charlie Brown gets called a blockhead and Charlie Brown gets kind of laughed at and made fun of. But Charlie Brown finds the Charlie Brown tree and there comes a moment that Linus, the one that waited for the great pumpkin, but Linus comes along and reminds everyone what Christmas is all about. And Linus tells the beautiful story of the Christmas story. And everybody learns that Christmas is not about having the biggest, fanciest tree. And Christmas isn't about the most special gifts. Christmas is about the birth of the Savior into the world. And then just like the Grinch as he realized the real meaning of Christmas was not the presents that he stole, as Rudolph realized the things that makes him different made him the most important. We have this moment where Linus tells the story of the birth of the Redeemer, and then magical things happen. Let's watch that video clip. You've been dumb before, Charlie Brown, but this time you really did it. <laughs> what a treat! <laughs> I guess you were right, Linus. I shouldn't have picked this little tree. Everything I do turns into a disaster. I guess I really don't know what Christmas is all about. Isn't there anyone who knows what Christmas is all about? Sure, Charlie Brown. I can tell you what Christmas is all about. Lights, please. 
And there were in the same country shepherds, abiding in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. And lo, the angel of the Lord came upon them, and the glory of the Lord shone round about them. And they were sore afraid. And the angel said unto them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. And this shall be a sign unto you. You shall find the babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host praising God, and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace, goodwill toward men. That's what Christmas is all about, Charlie Brown. Linus shares the story of the birth, and then he utters that wonderful phrase. That's what Christmas is really about, Charlie Brown. That's what Christmas is really about. I want us to look at the the combining of all these Christmas stories, and I want to share with you what I celebrate from the birth of Jesus Christ. From the Grinch, I learn that Everyone has a place at the table of Jesus Christ. Even the one that was portrayed as the villain and even the one whose heart desire was to ruin Christmas for everyone else, that person had a place of finding redemption. And that person at the end of the story has a place at the table because through finding that redemption, his heart grew. What I celebrate from learning from the story of Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer is that even though at times that we won't let other people play in our reindeer games, the differences that we exclude are sometimes the differences that we most need. And sometimes we need to interact and be with different people so that they can shine a light through the dark and foggy Christmas Eve so that we can get to the places that we need to be, which is a full table with everyone represented at the table of grace. And then we get to the Christmas story that Linus shares in Charlie Brown. And we realize who sparks this. We realize what Christmas is truly all about, Charlie Brown. We realize that it's the birth of our Savior and our Redeemer. And through that birth of our Savior and Redeemer, we get to celebrate even when we feel like the Charlie Brown tree. We get to celebrate restoration and we get to celebrate beauty that only comes from the grace and love of Jesus Christ. Today is Christmas Day. I pray that your hearts are full, so full that they grow. I pray that you see, even though at times you may feel different, that you are important. And I pray that you hear the crying voice of the Savior, crying through the crowds to remind us what Christmas is truly all about. May the peace of the Lord Jesus Christ be with you. 
Amen. As we've moved into our time of offering, we'd like to have the opportunity to get to know you. Please email us at ncumcinfo at gmail.com. And if you've been enjoying our services online, please email us. Please say hello. Again, that's ncumcinfo at gmail.com. And also, if you'd like to give to our church, please go to northcoastumc.org and click on the Give button. Again, that's northcoastumc.org and click on the Give button. Thank you for joining us. We bring you gifts this day that others may hear of your great name and receive the light of your salvation. Use these gifts to shine for the glory of the birth of Christ Jesus our Lord. With endless praise and thanksgiving we pray, Amen.
it has been a blessing to celebrate the birth of the Savior with you today. May the light of Christ shine with you every day. And may the hope, peace, love, and grace of the Lord Jesus Christ be with you in measures of peace we cannot comprehend. Amen. <laughs>